All right, so let's begin. We are starting today, Dafchaf Dalit in Meseches Moed Katan. Uh, right at the top of the page, the words Ba'mine Rabbi Yochanan Mishmo. So Rabbi Yochanan asked Shmo the question. Yesh Avelis B'Shabbos, O'en Avelis B'Shabbos. Do we have any mourning that takes place over Shabbos or not? Amrle, he told him, Ain Avelis B'Shabbos, there is no Avelis, no mourning on Shabbos. So Yasvi Rabbanon Kamed Papa. So, well, that seems to have settled it, okay? Anyway, the rabbis were sitting in front of Rapapa, becoming Mishmei de Shmuel, and they're quoting Shmuel as saying, Should a, uh, a mourner in the time of his mourning have relations with his wife, Chai Misa, he is obligated the death penalty. Now, even they're saying, not that he's actually obligated in the death penalty, but it's, it's, it's punishable by death probably by the hand of God or something like that. Samalir Papa Asur Itmar. It never said anywhere an expression that would imply Chai of Misa. Also, it's forbidden, that's all. And uh, so you said it too far. Oh Mishmed Rabbiokhan Itmar and it was in the name of Rabbiokhan, it was never even said over by Shmuel altogether. If you heard anything from Shmuel what you probably heard was this. Amr of Tachlifa, Amparafimi, Amr Shmuel, Ava Shaloparav, Shlopirim, Chayv Misa. If a Avel doesn't grow out his hair, meaning he gets a haircut during his period of mourning, uh, or he doesn't tear his garments, Chayv Misa is obligated to the death penalty. Shenemar, meaning is wor- worthy of death, uh, not actual punishable in the simple sense. But it's actually hinted at in the text because it said God said to the Kohanim when the, when when Nadav and Avio died, Rashechem al tifro, don't grow out your hair, Uvigdechem lo tifromo, don't tear your garments, Velosumusu, and you won't die, implying ha'acher. If it's somebody else who actually does need to do those things, and shalop parav shalopirim, who didn't do grad is here like he should have. We didn't tear his garments like he should have. Chai Misa, you would be Chai Misa. You, or I'm telling you, don't worry about it because you won't die if you don't because you're not supposed to. But everyone else who is supposed to, if they didn't do it, they would be deserving of death. There's a source from the Evil Rapsi, which is a section. It's called the Mesechtos Ketanos, the smaller tractates. And it's called Meseches Smachos, which is the, the holiday of joys, but it's meant as a um, as a euphemism, okay? That it's about, all about mourning. A mourner is not allowed to have relations during his period of mourning. There was a story about somebody who did. And pigs came and basically tore apart his body. I don't know, it sounds pretty nasty. Now there's another version that kviyasa does not actually mean body, but means a particular body part that you can only imagine what it's referring to. But anyway, let's not get involved. But the point being is it's definitely not good. Amar Shmuel, Pachas Chova. 
These three things, pachas, which we'll explain what they stand for, pei, ches, and zayin, that's obligatory. Nata rishos, that's not obligatory, that's just um, permissible. So we'll see what that means. What are we talking about? Priyas harosh. Chazaras kerala chorev. And zikifas amita chova. Which is basically talking about the idea that on Shabbos you're not allowed to do um, um, act in a in an overt way that you are in mourning on Shabbos. So what you do is you uh, have to uncover your head. Apparently, a mourner in those days used to have his head like wrapped like an like an Arab um, when mourning. So you have to undo that for uh, Shabbos. Chazaras kera That's turning the tear to the back. So if you have a tear on your garment, you can't keep it in front. You have to like hide the tear um, so people don't see it. And Zekivas Amita is uh, um, putting the bed right up, upright. Chova. Those are all obligatory. Milas Hasando. That's Nun, Taf, and Reish. Milas Hasando. Tash Amita. Arvis. Rishos. Those three things. Wearing shoes. Or Tash Meshamito, meaning having, specifically having relations on Shabbos. Or Chitzas Yadam Raglaim, that's Rishos because you're not really obligated um, to, because it's not really showing that you're in mourning by, by not wearing shoes or by not having relations or by washing, not washing one's hands with hot water before Shabbos. Now, Bravamar, Akris Rosh Rishos. He says, the head covering thing also is not, not the biggest deal. Now, Shmuel, my why does he say that when it comes to the shoe wearing, he said, that that is a rishos? Not everybody wears shoes, so it's not necessarily, when you're walking around without shoes, it certainly doesn't necessarily indicate that you're displaying mourning, because maybe you're just walking around that way. It's comfortable for you. Um, a lot of people walk around in socks in the house. Okay, Priyas Rosh Nami. That too. Lav Kuliyama Vididimaklu Some people always keep their head wrapped up, even if they're not in mourning. So it's not as necessarily an indication that he is going through mourning. Now Shmuel Tamed Shmuel Shitas Odamer Shmuel Kol Karash Ena B'Shatz Chimum Ena Kray. He says a tear that has to be specifically at the time of. Um, the heat of the passion of the of the, of the distress, and you can't tear it later. The wrapping, that's not the way the Ishmaelites wrap their head. That's not a real wrapping. So, yes, it's true that people do some sort of head head wrap on Shabbos, but not like the Arabs, and that's what the custom of a mourner to specifically do that. Anyway, Machvir of Nachman, how do you wrap Ad Gubi Tikna till the jaw bone, the cheeks, um, basically. Now that's like has to cover, I don't know, some like this around the around the neck, okay, around the mouth. Okay. Um. Now, um, 
Amar Rav Yaakov, Amar Rav Yochan. Rav Yaakov said to me, Rav Yochan, Lo Shanu Ela She'ein Lo Min Alim Beragov. This idea of walking around with, uh, that he can't walk around with his head wrapped, that's only if he doesn't have um, um, shoes on his feet. If he has his shoes on, so his shoes are showing that he is definitely not displaying mourning, and then that would like basically clarify that he's, nobody's going to assume that he's displaying mourning because he's wearing his shoes. Okay, we mentioned this idea that any tear that's done that's not in a time when he first finds out, basically, does not count as a proper tear. So the Gemara is asking on this, they told Shmuel that Rav passed away and Kara Alei trace our money. He, um, he, he uh, tore 12 garments. Now, Amar, Azul Gavra, Dehava Mistafinamine. Now, basically, the one man that I had fear that if I say something, he may tell me I'm wrong and he'll prove it. Um, he's gone, and there's nobody who's going to be basically keeping me in check. Anyway, Amalel Rabbi Yochanan told Rabbi Yochanan, Nach Nafshid Rabchanina, Rabchanina passed, Karalei. Talaser Isli, he tore 13 Isli Milsa garments. Amar Azal Gabra, Davim Mistafinamine, the man who I was afraid of, you know, afraid to be contradicted by him, he passed. So, so, so why are they tearing? If the, the idea is, is that obviously by the time you're up to seven or eight, you're already past the time of, of the hot, you know, of the, of the passion. So, Gemarets are Shani Rabbanan, Rabbis are different. Why? Every moment they're thinking about the teachings of their fellow rabbi, and that itself they feel the fresh wound um, that, uh, that he passed. So it's like that feeling. Okay. Amar le Ravin bar Ada le Rava. So Ravin bar Ada said to Rava, Amar Tamidach, Rav Amram, your student Rav Amram says, Tanya will learn that in Brisa Abba that all seven days, Koro Lefanov, he tears in front of him, Vimbala Achlif, Machlif Korea. And if he wants to change garments, he can, he can, let's say, get really soiled, so he could change his garment, but he has to tear the new garment. Vishabas, Koro Lechorov, he keeps it, the tear behind, meaning he doesn't let it sit be in, in front, like he turns it the way that you can't see the tear. If he wants to switch garments, he can. But you cannot um, tear uh, that garment. Obviously, on Shabbos. So, that's strictly one's parents that you can continue tear, to tear even past the, uh, the primary time. That's a different, that's an exception. Now, also in Quran, those tears are the extra garments. Can you repair those tears or not? Maybe since they're extra credit, maybe they're different. So, the father of Oshia, Ubar Kaparo, had this argument. One opinion is not. The other opinion is yes. So, Gemara says, This time, must be the father of Oshia said not. Why not? Because Ravoshia said, 
you can't repair it. Now, where else did Rav Roshia hear from? He must have heard it from his father. And therefore, he must be that that's his father's opinion that you can't repair it. So, Gemara says, not necessarily. Maybe, after all, Rav Oshia is a student of Bar Kapara. Maybe that's who he heard it from. So, it's definitely not conclusive. Amar Rava, Rava says, Avel metayl be'onkali besof So he's allowed to walk around. This is, if I'm understanding correctly, even on Shabbos. And he can have his torn garment and walk around with it on Shabbos in his house. Because he's not displaying the mourning to all. Now, Abaya Ashkele Rav Yosef, Deparasle Sudra Reshi, he had his headdress on. In his house, why are you wearing the what you you know that head covering that you that's like a mourner's head covering? I, I thought there's no mourning on Shabbos. From if it's private, you can do you can do that. Okay, Rebbe Lazar Omer Mishchar Beis Shabbos. Once the Beis Hamikdash was destroyed, so Shavuos is like Shabbos. Amar Rav Gidol Bar Menashe, so Rav Gidol Bar Menashe says, Amar Shmuel, the name of Shmuel. Halacha, Kerem Gamliel, that we treat Atzeres, that we treat Shavuos as, um, as a holiday, not as a Shabbos. Okay, so that's, uh, that's, what, that, that's uh, the other opinion that we quoted. Um, let me just find the... Yeah, so it says over here, it's on the few tests, um, so Rabbi Gamliel says Rosh Hashanah Kippur is like a holiday. So Kal V'chomer Shavuos. So anyway. Um, anyway. So we paskin like Rabbi Gamliel that it's all like a holiday. Now Omer Rav Gidol Bar Menashe Omer Shmuel Alokha Rabbi Gamliel Be'ikad Damaskin Alokha Rabbi Gidol Bar Menashe Others have that he was quoting a different halacha. Kal Lamed Yom For the first 30 days Tino Kiyotze Bechek if a young child passes up to 30 days, so then he's just carried directly. You don't put him in a coffin. You just carry him to be buried. One woman, you don't need an entourage. You don't need a whole bunch of people. Just one woman and two men uh, bury the baby like that. You don't have one man with two women because of uh, modesty purposes, because... That could be a yichud, because there aren't typically people that are there. Now, he does allow it. The idea being is um, basically, normally, one man is not allowed to be alone with two women when they're in mourning, so they're very caught up in the morning. It's less of a concern. Okay. Um, we don't do the process of the row that we form, uh, like a path that the mourners pass through and get consoled. You don't say the blessing for mourners, and the comforting of mourners. You don't say, you know, that you would normally do for mourners if the baby died under day 30. If he's above day 30, so then they do put him in a special casket. And Rabbi Yudomer, Lotos Kaman, Nitas Bekatev. We're not talking about just one that you could just carry yourself on a shoulder, Alan. Nitas Bakpayim. It would have to be carried, it would be appropriate to be carried by two people. And then it's a proper mourning. They make the row. They do the whole process. Now, that's 
That's what that's that level. Now paying Yud Beis Chodesh, but once the baby lived a year, so Yotzeb Mita, then they do an even more uh, official process where they take the beer, they take the proper coffin out in the regular fashion, um, uh, uh, like anybody else. And Rambam Kibomer, who ben Shanavei if he was only a year, but the the leg the body was extra large, like a two year old. Or the other way around, Ben Huben Shlaim Be'evarv Kevin Shani Yotzeb Mita also was buried with a Mita. What's the, um, what's the difference? Um, if it was in a reg, if it's a regular coffin or this casket that we're talking about, so Rab Shem Ben Elazar Omer Yotzeb Mita Rabbi Matzivan Alav. Then there is a larger. Then everyone gets involved. There is comforting of the you know like there's a bigger deal about it, and but if it's in Yotzeb Mita. If he's not that uh, not not a regular burial, then in Rabbi Matzivan Alav, then we don't have the populace, the people, uh, feeling the pain and expressing their anguish, etc. We don't do we do um, basically if it's under a year, you do a much smaller type of burial. Now, Rabbi Lozben and Sari Omer, he puts the line at a different place. Nikar Rabim, if it's noticeable to the people, meaning they knew this kid, he was older already. Then Rabbi Mishaskamimo, then the people get involved. In Nikola Rabbim, younger than that, in Rabbi Mishaskamimo. Mahin Baspid. Now, what about eulogies? Do we do a eulogy for a young child? So, Rameir, Bishem, Rabbi Yishmal, Omer, it depends on the age. It starts from this age. Aniyim, for poor people, B'nai Shalosh, it's um, three. Shirim, B'nai Chamesh. And for rich people, it's um, five, the age is five. Rabbi Yehuda Omer, Mishmo, Rabbi Yudha says in Rabbi Shmo's name differently. Aniyah b'nei Chamesh, it's five years old for poor people. And Ashiram b'nei Shesh, and for rich people, it's six years old. Um, and if they're older already, it's like uh, the same as a poor people. And the idea over here is, is that Rashi explains that the poor people are like... Um, uh, Rashi says such an interesting idea. It says because a poor man feels the pain of a child, of a loss of a child, much greater than a rich man, because that is his sole joy in life, is his children. So he feels the pain a lot more. He doesn't have other means of joy. Now, it's the second version. One day before Shavuos, plus Shavuos, that counts already as 14 days, because the day before breaks the Shiva, the Shavuos itself takes up seven days out of the Shloshim, and the Shloshim will end earlier. Now, he was upset at how he just said it on his own. Amr Atu Didehi, is that his own thought? Ati Rabbalazar, Amr Avoshiahi, it came from Rabbalazar in the name of Ravoshia. Similar story happened. Darush of Yitzchak Nafcha, Kilat Beirej Galusa, Yom Echelufni Atzeres Vatzeres, the day before Shavuos, plus Shavuos, Harikan Arbaasar, that's 14 days. And basically, um, after Shavuos, you'll really only have to count um, an additional, um, whatever, the, I don't know what, whatever it is. Whatever is missing after fourteen days from the shloshim, meaning it shortens the shloshim up. Now Rosheshes Ikbit again, he was upset. How did he say this halacha on his own? Amar atu didehi, the Reb Lazar Amar Reb Oshia, 
He comes from Rebelazar in the name of Oshia, Dhamma Rebelazar Mboshia, Minayin Latzar Shiyeshbal Tashlumin. How do you know that it has a quality that it is you have the same seven day period within which bring to bring the Korbanos, which means that it has a quality of a seven day holiday? Shinemar Bhag Matzos of Chagashwas and puts Pesach next to Shavuos. Machagamatzos Yeshal Tashlumin Koshiva just like Chagamatzos has the time to Opportunity. If you didn't bring the Chagiga on Yom Tif, you could bring it throughout the seven days. Avchag Shavuos, Yeshat Tashlum Kol Shiva Shavuos as well, and that's why many people happen to have the custom after Shavuos not to have uh, for seven days, not to say Tachnun, because as a reminder of that. Now Adbere Rapopular of Ivya Saba Vitarish. So. Um, what was the drasha? Yom echad lefnei roshana, the day before roshana, viroshana, and roshana itself. Arikan arbosa that counts as fourteen days, because um, roshana is the same as a holiday. And I'm Ravina Helkach Yom echad lefnei achag vechag. If you count one day before Sukkot plus Sukkot itself, Shmini Shelo, and then the eighth day, which is its own holiday, Harikan Esrim Echad. Each of those can't, brings it counts as seven days basically, and therefore it's like it's twenty one days, and therefore the makeup time is that much shorter. Ravina Kolasur the Pras Ravina came to Sura uh, by the Euphrates. I'm related to Chaviva from Sura the Pras the Ravina. So he told Ravina Rav Rav Chaviva from that location told Ravina. Amar Mar, you said we said Yom Echel of Neir Shana Ver Shana Harikan Arbasar. Amar I didn't say that exactly. All I meant was that that Rav that Rav Gamliel's opinion that treats Rosh Hashanah like a proper holiday makes a lot of sense to me, and that's all I was saying. Anyway, that's a good stopping point. We'll start from the Mishnah for tomorrow's daf. A pleasure learning with you, and Shavuot Tov.